0: I see Amon Green. Hey yeah. man, what's going on?
1: Good man, how you guys doing?
0: Fantastic. So it's Slovak guys. We're here in, uh, in in upstate New York. We were waiting for Tom Hannafin. You popped in, and I'm, dude. I'm I'm a fan, so I'm in. If you want to talk a little football, we're down to do it.
1: Oh, okay. I'm down for that. I just got the text, so I was like, let me get into it, and let's get into the uh, interview.
0: See, here's here's the thing. So like like we're both. Gigantic football fans, you know, me, both stature and love of the game. Um, Gaz is a diehard wrestling fan, so he's like both – he's both thrilled to talk to you and, and sad that Hannafin's not here, but let's let's do this. So as one of the great running backs that we've been able to see, one of the most successful guys – when you see the running backs that are in this game, they all have like an interesting side story, you know, Mixon's past, now he's there. p Ryan is really starting to come on later this season. Acres yep. is hurt, but he's back. What's the what's the most compelling running back story for you in the Super Bowl?
1: Um man, I would have to say Acres coming off the Achilles injury early in this same season and he's able to return from that Achilles when usually when anybody doesn't matter the position, get an Achilles injury, they're out for the season. So to have him back for the Rams offense, that's going to uh, complement Matt Stafford in the in the pass game. And then next from there is Joe Mixon, his story, you know, having a you know off the field issues, but then able to you know get things to, uh, get the ship right, and then have a season that he's having to support uh his young quarterback Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase and T Higgins, the receivers in the pass game for the Bengals as well.
0: Right now, we're uh, joined by Amon Green. He is the uh, host of On My Block Packers podcast on the Believe Podcast Network, four-time Pro Bowl running back joining us, talking about the Super Bowl while we're over here at Mohawk Honda.
2: Amon, do you ever get frustrated, man, that the running back almost feels like it's less valuable than ever before? I know Jonathan Taylor and Terry Henry had a great season, but I feel like people are not given in 2022 now the love for your position like they used to.
1: Uh, definitely. A li- I say a little bit of frustration, but – It gets uh, rectified when a team that is in the playoffs is uh, winning football games are using the run game. So overall, 32 teams, they don't use the running back like during my time on the football field. But now for the teams that that, that figure it out, like, okay, we got to win our division. We got to get to the playoffs or we want to get to the NFC-AFC championship game. And then eventually to the Super Bowl, we got to have a run game to make a difference because having a run game complements the pass game. But then the biggest thing for me as a runner and what I learned as an offensive player, when you have balance with the run and the pass, it keeps the defense honest. So they can't either blitz you 100, you know, 90% of the time or drop eight guys, nine guys in coverage when they know they got to deal with the running back or receiver. So that kind of keeps them honest and, and makes sure they mix up their defensive coverages and their blitz packages.
0: You always ran angry, so it's weird asking you this question. But you're about to go into the hole. The, you know the, the line opens up nice for you. Somebody's coming your way, linebacker or safety. Who would you rather see?
1: Oh no, it doesn't matter. I eat them. I eat both of them for breakfast. So <laughs> I have fun with either one. So yeah, and you you dead on. I definitely ran angry. It was just a part of the game that I knew, that I learned uh, as a kid. You know, my brothers were all both running backs growing up, and so they taught me at an early age that obviously you got to run angry never die easy that means don't let the first man take you down and that the five guys up front including the tight end and the receivers they're making your job a lot easier so never think once that you you do all that running and scoring touchdowns by yourself
0: on my block packers podcast we got him on green with us right now who's handing the ball to aaron jones or whoever the running back that'll be there who's who's handing the ball off in green bay next year
1: um I want optimistically, I want it to be Aaron Rodgers. I'm a fan, I'm a friend of him and, and some of the players on that team. That's who I want to be, knowing them um, and knowing the organization to, to succeed. But we have the business side of it that's, that got to happen between now and August and coming up here just in a, about two and a half weeks. We'll be in free agency in March. So it's going to find, we're going to find out what, you know, the thought and process that Aaron has taken to make the, his decision if he's going to leave or stay. And then after that, then the uh, team has to figure out their salary cap issues because they are well over the salary cap. Because all the players they have, that the top end players that they want to try to keep on that roster, it's going to probably be a miracle if they figured everything out to have that same returning roster, offensive defensive players to come back.
0: All right, so I got to ask you, what's uh, what's going to happen uh, during Super Bowl Sunday? Are we going to are we going to see the the favorite Rams or the Bengals finish off this Cinderella season?
1: Um, right now I've been the Rams all week long I'm gonna stick with the Rams because I like the story behind Matt Stafford I watched it for years played against him for a few years in Detroit having them unfortunate seasons being part of a a 0-16 team and that's so that's a memory and a history that he probably doesn't want to be a part of but he is but now the question is being answered if Matt went to another team could he be could that team be a Super Bowl caliber team? And now that question is answered. He's got this team, the L.A. Rams, along with McVay, uh, Aaron Donald, Jalen Ramsey on defense in the Super Bowl in Los Angeles. So now the rest of that question is will they win the Super Bowl? It's the only thing, the only answer that needs to be, uh, I say, given now. But for Joe Burrow and uh, the Bengals uh, D, uh, team, I love them. the youthfulness. And the, I say the confidence within him as a player is all going to be, I say, for us as fans, it's going to be a great game.
2: Uh, as much as we are going to enjoy Sunday's matchup, you played in the North Division—the Packers, the Lions, the Vikings, the Bears—all those franchises seem like they're all heading in different directions. When's it the most likely? Which of those four do you feel like could be the most likely North representative in the Super Bowl in the future?
1: Ah, oh, man, that's a great question. Um, I would start one. I would start with the Packers because they have—they you know from from Guticus on down, the coaching staff—they know how to get the players they need to win. And then I say just a a dark horse in the, in the division and a team that has weapons but they're they still trying to figure out the mechanics and how to use them and how to game plan them. But I feel that from my outside, a dark horse in the division, the North Division, could be could be the Chicago Bears with just with Josh Fields, that court that kid he's he's special. I've seen him, you know, obviously seen him play at Ohio State, seen him play in Chicago the last several years, and so he is a guy that. If he gets developed the right way, as he did at Ohio State at the college level, and learns the things that an NFL quarterback needs to know to be in the pocket, to be a leader, and understand how to win games, then they could be that other team that gets to the Super Bowl in the NFC out of the NFC North.
0: I got to ask, where are you going? Because you were nice enough to get us hit us up with a hands-free man, action, careful. man. I like it.
1: <laughs> right, right. No, I mean, I'm I mean, I'm still taking care of my body. I'm actually headed to the chiropractor right now.
2: Very cool. on, uh, let me tell you, last time we had somebody do an interview like this, it was Tory Holt. Now, his GPS was going off, though, while this <laughs> happened. We appreciate that not happening. Tory Holt might be in the Hall of Fame later today. So take that goodbye we're giving you of what's going on for right. the rest of the next few years for you, all
1: right? Well, well, that might be a foreshadowing of me going into the Hall of Fame real soon. That's so, right. Uh, <laughs> uh, since he was the last person that was on the call with the GPS. So I know where I'm going, so I don't need no GPS. So I knew where I was going on the football field, so hopefully that gets me to Canton, Ohio. <laughs>
0: oh man, but we appreciate you uh, you jumping in here and helping us out on this as we get ready for the Super Bowl on my blog Packers Podcast Believe uh, Podcast Network. I'm on Green Man, you're the best still and uh, you know, safe travels and may all the back popping be appropriate and exactly where you want it to be.
1: Uh thank you very much, guys. Thanks for having me. I appreciate you.